Hey, good morning, everybody. Today's daf is Yevamel Staf Dalid. We left off on Daf Gimel Amid Beis. We are about seven lines from the end of the page. Time of the Kasser Rachmana Aleha, I think, is where we are up to. Or maybe not. No, Ashara Shamanu Onish Minayim. I think that's where we left off. Today's year is sponsored by Dr. David Lander in honor of his wife and children. It's also sponsored by Seymour Gertz in memory of his mother, Margaliz Bas from Shilamala Shalom's yard site was yesterday. Also by David Friedman, Li'ili Nishmas, his mother, Deborah Greenfield Friedman, Devorah Bas Yehuda Heschel, and Rachel on her 22nd yard site. Nisham Shavn Aliyah, we thank both, uh, all three sponsors very much for the sponsorship. So the Gemara is going to uh, going to discuss today the sugya of Asei Doche Losase. And once we're talking about the source, where we know Asei Doche Losase, it's going to lead us into a discussion of being Doresh Smuchim. Do we distinguish between Mishnah Torah, Sefer Tvarim, and the rest of uh, the Chumash when it comes to darshaning uh, things based on their proximity to each other? The Gemara is going to talk about, since the source of Asei Doche Losase is very likely about Klayim Betzitzis, that you're a lot of where uh, tzitzis that have shotness in them. So the Gemara is going to talk about uh, that notion of tzemaru pishtim uh, with shotness and with uh, with uh, with tzitzis and uh, and and how I know or or whether it's true that whenever the Torah uses the word beged, it necessarily means tzemaru pishtim. So the Gemara is going to go through those limudim be'ezos Hashem on Amud Beis. So let's begin on uh, Dav Gimel Amud Beis where we uh, where we left off, and uh, I think we're we're up to Asharish. Shamanu Onesh Minayin. So, uh, so the Gemara says. So we we have just uh, shown that Asara uh, that there's a there's a losase uh, for an erva and for a tzara that you not that the man is not allowed to do yibum on not only his erva also not on her tzara. So, but Onesh, how do I know that there's a chiv kares on the eshesach who's miyabim the erva or the tzara? So Onesh Minayin, where do I learn such an iser kares? And the Gemara Amarkra ki kol asher the Pasuk says in the Parsha of Arayos that anyone who does any of these toevos, so the Torah includes in the Chiyuv Kares all of the Arayos that we mentioned in the Parsha and included in the Arayos are in Erva and her Tzara because they're also included based on the Limudim that we had from Aleha and from Litzrar. So since they're, uh, they're alluded to in the Parsha and at the end of the Parsha it says Yechayv Kares for all these things, all of these things include these relationships as well. So now the Gemara says, well, time the Rachmana Aleha. Sounds like the reason Arayos, you can't do Yibam on Arayos, is because the Torah says, by the Isser of Achos Isha, the Torah says Aleha. So we learn, Shava, that the Aleha, that it says by Achos Isha, is even B'makum Yibam. That even if your wife's sister is uh, is 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 uh, subject to Yibam, that the Isser would still apply. Halavachi, but had I not had such a Gzeira Shava, Hava Amina Achos Isha Miyabma. The implication is that absent any limud, I would have naturally assumed that you could do yibum on achosisha. Well, my timer, why would I have naturally assumed that? That you would do yibum on achosisha even without aleha? Damrinan asiyase must be because the assumption would have been that let the mitzvah of yibum come and be docha the losase of the arayos. So that's why the hava amina would have been that you do yibum even on arayos because you have a mitzvah sase of yibum. There's a los asay of arayos, so the halacha is in kalatarukula that asay is always docha the uh, the the los asay. The, uh, the 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 kasha the rishonim deal with is yeah that's a good havamina klape the man the man has a mitzvah of yibum so his asay is 
Klape the woman, it's arayos for her also. Whenever you have an isra of arayos, it's also on both parties. It's also on the man and the woman. It's a shayla by nida, whether that's true as well. But Pashto says yes, that it's an isra on both parties, the man and the woman. But the mitzvah of yibum is the man's mitzvah. The mitzvah of yibum is not the woman's mitzvah. So uh, the, the, the Rishonim struggle with what this hava mean is. But says Gemara that there is such hava that, that I would have naturally assumed that without a drasha that you could do yibum even on arayos because I say so says Gemara. What Amar Damrin and I say Dachi Asi Asi Vidachi Los Asi Belos Asi Greda. But why is that a Havamina? I would only know that that's true by a regular Los Asi. Belos Asi Sheish Makaris Mi Dachi. Do we ever have a principle that an Asi is even going to be Docha a Los Asi Sheish Makaris? The fact that Asi is Docha a run of the mill kind of love. Okay, that we have a principle in Kol Torah Kula that that's true. But why would I have assumed that Yibum would be Docha? The Yisra of Arayus, the Yisra of Arayus is a much more severe kind of losase. It's a losase sheish pokares. Tulsus raises the question that from the etzem mitzvah of yibum we can be we can be mochiach that an asay is dochi even a losase sheish pokares because every time you're doing yibum. It's, an ase, it's a los ase sheish bokares, meaning your brother's wife is also one of the arayos. And the very fact that there exists a mitzvah of yibum on your brother's wife shows you that the mitzvah, the mitzvah of yibum is going to be docha, what would otherwise be in isr kares. So why does the Gemara find it so hard to imagine that we would have assumed that an ase is docha los sheish bokares? So Tos says, no, no, by yibum, that's the whole mitzvah, meaning there's no way to, to, to do the mitzvah absent a los ase sheish bokares. So that can't be a, a proper model to learn in Kala Torah Kula that an Asay is Dochalose Sheish Bakares. So again, the Gemara is back to its question that we had a uh, drasha to tell me that you're not allowed to do Yibum on Arayos. So Gemara says, uh, I don't need a drasha to tell me you're not. The, the implication is without a drasha, I would have known. You're, uh, I would not have known that you're not allowed. I would have thought you do Yibum on Arayos because of Asay Dochalose Asay. Says the Gemara, I don't know. I would not have known that. I would not have known that Asay is Docha. I would not have thought that Asay is Docha. I wouldn't have thought that Asay is going to be Docha even Los Seishish Makaris. Mimela, I don't really need a Drusha to tell me not to do Yibum on, on Arayos. I would have figured it out on my own. It's Kares. Of course you're not going to do Yibum on an Isser Kares. So the Gemara discusses first uh, the, the uh, notion, the, the given that we, uh, that we said that an Asay is Docha Los Asay. Visu, Los Asay Greda, Minolan Tetachi. This very notion that we say that in Kalatarakula, that an ase is docha los ase. How, how do we know that that's true? Mitzar hasvara would not have said that an ase is docha los ase because when you violate a los ase, you're doing it bekum vase. You are actively violating Hashem's Torah as opposed to when you're mevatel mitzvah ase. You're doing that b'shev v'altase. You're simply not uh, not doing anything. It's inaction. Action is much worse in terms of a violation than inaction is. Um, the, uh, the, the love is more chamer than the assay. Love is as malchus also. So it's more chamer than the than an assay. So it's not, it's not intuitive to assume that an assay is going to overpower a los assay. For two reasons, I would assume a los assay would overpower the assay. That the los assay is, uh, is, is, is uh, something that you're chayiv malchus for. And to violate a los assay, it requires action. So I would think that that's a much more severe kind of uh, kind of violation. Now, uh, we, 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 uh, the, the way we pass in that I say is Dochalosa say, the Ramban explains.
explains, meaning those are two co- compelling arguments. So the Gemara is going to show, yeah, but we have a limut to tell me that I say is dochalos say. But why? Meaning now that now that I have two very good arguments, misvara, why I shouldn't say I say dochalos say because los says are much more severe. Why taka is I say dochalos say? So that's what the Ramban al Torah and Shmos Parachaf explains because the key of mitzvah say is bivchinas ahava that when a person is serving Hashem with a mitzvah say that's a reflection of his ahava Hashem that he's actively going and doing for Hashem. Los says bivchinas yira that uh, when a person is uh, is is uh, refraining from doing los says that's a reflection of his yira Hashem and ahava is gedolim yira ahava is greater than yira and therefore I say is dochalos say that's what the Ramban explains that's why in the mikdash there's a principle ena say dochalos say shabemikdash because this mikdashai tirau that even though ava in general life is is a greater uh, form of avodas Hashem than yira is it's a higher level than yira in mikdash there's this particular emphasis on yira so since there's a particular emphasis on yira in the mikdash I say is not going to be dochalos I say in the mikdash but anyway the gemara is asking right now why would uh, the uh, why is there a principle of say dochalos say after all the los says are much more chamer so I would think we shouldn't say say dochalos say so says the gemara because uh, the the makar for the notion of say dochalos say is a pasuk lo silba shotness it says you're not allowed to wear shotness and the parsha right next to it says the pasuk right next to it says gedilim tasa that you should put sitzis on your uh, begadim so the fact that the Torah uh, juxtaposes those two things it tells us they have to put on sitzis even if the sitzis themselves are shotness meaning you're putting on chute pishtim on a begad shal tzemer or chute tzemer on a begad shal pishtim you're allowed to do that in order to be mekayim your mitzvah of uh, tzitzis. So from that, that we see that uh, that an asay is docha, a los asay in kolator kula. That's the general principle of asay docha los asay in kolator kula. So uh, we do wear shotness and tzitzis on a daraisa level. Now the Gemara is going to say later on in Daftadi Yom Beis that even though minat Torah we allow shotness and tzitzis, and it's a mitzvah to say minat Torah to put a chut shal which is made out of tzemer in a beged shal pishtan, meaning if you have a linen garment, the only way to get Tcheles is on wool. Tcheles won't hold to anything other than wool. So you have an obligation to put wool into your linen garment, but the Gemara is going to say that the Chum made a gzera not to do that, and the Chum have uh, the Koach to be Oked of Torah and to tell you not to put your wool in Tcheles uh, into your linen garment. The Chum were concerned that uh, there used to be a lot of counterfeit Tcheles going around. There was Kali Ilan, so if you're going to be putting Chutm Shal Tcheles into, uh, into a linen garment, it's going to be shot uh, in mitzvah because it's not going to be tcheles necessarily. If it is real tcheles, if it's the genuine article, it's the real thing, then enochinami, that would be the mitzvah and that would be permissible. But if it's uh, fake, then you're going to be violating shatness. So Tosus writes that when a person is misatef betaliso, he's not yet chayiv in tzitzis. The chayiv is only when he's already wearing the talis. And therefore, it's not considered, the maislavisha is not considered a bitl mitzvah bekum vase. The chum are allowed to tell you that you're allowed that you you can be mevatel mitzvah b'shevi al tasa. The chum could say, you know what? When Rosh falls on Shabbos, don't blow shofar. When uh, when uh, the sukkah falls on Shabbos, don't take lulav. They can tell you the, the, to to al tasa. The chum do not have the right to tell you to be mevatel mitzvah b'kum vasei. So Tos is bothered. Why on earth are you allowed to put on a talis and not have uh, not, uh, of pishtim and not have tzitzis on it, not have trelis on it? That's a violation b'kum vasei. So Tos says, no, it's not because the chiyuv is not when you're putting on the beged, it's only once you're already wearing the beged, now you have a chiyuv. Well, once you're already wearing the
the baguette, it's not Bekum Vaseh anymore, it's Shevi Altaseh of not then being Matil Tzitzis on the baguette. So the Shagasari raises the question in Simon Lamed, he says, based on what Tulsa says, that the Yisra of Klayim is in the Maisa Levisha itself, Tulsa points out that the Yisra of Shatnis is when you do the Maisa Levisha. The Mitzvah of Tzitzis is only once you're already wearing it. So it turns out then that it's not Be'idna. No, normally we say, Asei Dochalos, Asei is only if the two come simultaneous to each other. If at the very moment that you're fulfilling the, that, that you're violating the Los Asei, you're fulfilling the Mitzvah Asei. But you're not allowed to, uh, to, to do an Avera so that you can then do a Mitzvah. Afterwards, that's, that has another name in, the, in, in, in Shas. That's called Mitzvah Bab Avera. If you do an Avera in order to enable you to do a Mitzvah, that's terrible. You don't even get the Mitzvah. Asei Dochalos Asei is only if they're simultaneous to each other. So Shagasari has this very sharp Kasha that Tosos later on is going to tell us that the, the Isra of Shatnis is, is while you put it on. The Mitzvah of Tzitzis is only later once it's already on. But our Gemara says that Asei Dochalos Asei is derived from uh, Shatnis and Tzitzis. Asei Dochalos Asei should only apply if they happen simultaneous to each other. So uh, the Shagasari suggests, based on Shittas Rabbeinu Tam, that, uh, the, the, that Klayim B'Tzitzis is Hutar Legamri, even Shalom B'Makom Mitzvah. And uh, therefore it's, it's Hutar even when it's Shalom B'Idna. That there's a special, the limit over here is much broader than a regular Asei Dochalos Asei. Even though it's the paradigm for Asei Dochalos Asei, it's the source for Asei Dochalos Asei, it's a much broader than regular Asei Dochalos Asei. The, 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 uh, the, the limit over here is that there is no Isra of Shatnis when it comes to, uh, when it comes to Tzitzis at all. And therefore there's no requirement of Bi'idna. So anyway, the Gemara brings an Asmachta to be able to derive from the fact that the, these two Pesukim are juxtaposed to each other, that there's a limit over here than Asei Dochalos Asei. Who says just because the Pesukim are near each other, that, that one is working off the other? So Vamer how do I know I'm allowed to darshan the fact that the that the two psukim are just are juxtaposed uh, with each other? Meaning it's a shenemar because the pasuk says smuchim laad the olam asuyim beemes viyashar pasuk into hilim. So the cham darshan that that means that the smichus of pikudei Hashem, the smichus of the mitzvos of Hashem, one with the other, is uh, is made beemes ubiyosher. Meaning it's done with uh, purposefulness. It's done. It's not. It's, it's not just an, an accident of uh, that things landed near each other, and therefore you have a right to darshan that. Uh, one from the other. So that's that's what the Pasuk in Tehillim is referring to. It seems clear that that Pasuk in Tehillim is only in Asmachta, that there must have been a tradition that they darshan smuchim, but that's, uh, that Pasuk is the Asmachta. Now there's a difference between a hekish and smuchim. That's what uh, Tosas points out over here, that a hekish is when you have two things in the same Pasuk. Smuchim is you have two things in neighboring psukim, one to the other. So uh, the, the, uh, the, a hekish we darshan for sure in Kala Torakula. We're about to have a whole discussion whether we darshan Darshan Smuchim in Kalatarakula, or we only Darshan Smuchim in the Mishnah Torah in Sefer Devarim. So the Gemara brings another halacha that's also derived from Smichos Aparshiels. Vamar of Sheshes Amar Blazer Mishum Blazer Ben Azaria. Minayin Yevama Shenafel Tnei Mukashchin Shein Chos Minosa. How do I know that if you have a Yevama, her husband dies, her husband was a wonderful man, and she he was fine, and she loved the, being married to me, but his brother, his brother that she now has to face Yibum with, is a Mukashchin. His uh, 
he's, he suffers from uh, from his body being covered in boils, which is something that is apparently a contagious disease. You don't want to get anywhere near a mukashchin. So let's say the brother says, oh, hooray, I've had so much trouble finding a shidduch. Now one landed in my lap because my brother died. I'm more than happy to do yibum. And she says, no, thank you. So how do I know that uh, so we don't uh, tell her uh, that, sorry, this is your lot in life and you're stuck with this uh, mukashchin. Shenemar, because the Pasuk says, the Saksum Shorbidisho, Visamakle, right next to the Pasuk of the Saksum Shorbidisho, it says, Kieshu Achmiaktov, and it tells us the Parsha of Yibum. So the Smichus uh, Aparshios is there to teach me that even though the Yavam normally has the right to be Miyabi Minisha Balkarcha, but we're not going to be Chosminus Pia Isha. We don't force her to be to, to go through the Yibum of Mukashchin, we force him to do Chalitza on her. So these two, uh, the, the, it's it's interesting, the Rishonim point out, so we have two examples of smuchin. We have uh, Shatnas and Sittis, and we have the Yavamba and the, uh, the, the Mukashchin. Someone sent me an email yesterday, you talk about all these cases of a guy dying and, uh, and a man being Ma'anis, Anusas Aviv, and all these, like, these are terribly sad cases. How do you not stop to cry in the middle? Because we have 40 minutes. We've got to say a daf in 40 minutes, okay? We're not going to stop to cry every single time. We understand that there are a lot of very, very sad and unfortunate things that, uh, that we're describing, but we're describing them in uh, the theoretical realm, not that, uh, we, you know, that uh, if we talk about people that this happened to, of course, we would sit and we would cry with them. But there's, uh, the whole Masechta is very, very sad. The whole, uh, the whole idea, I mean, the learning it is Masechta, but, uh, but the very, uh, the very, the cases that we're describing are obviously very sad. But anyway, Tosis points out that these two drushos of smuchim, one about shatnas and sittis, and the other about the, uh, the not forcing the woman to do uh, to do yibum, are, uh, are 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 uh, are are actually working in opposite directions. By klayim and sittis, we darshan that the first parsha, which is the parsha of shatnas, is not going to be noheg b'makom the second parsha b'makom that there's sittis. Don't worry about shatnas. Parsha number one, when you have Parsha number two, when you have tzitzis. And therefore, you're allowed to wear shotness in your tzitzis. Whereas by the chasima, by the yibum, we darshan the, the, the opposite. That the first Parsha, which is the Isra of chasima, is so strong that it's noeg even in the Parsha Shnia. That it's uh, noeg even in a situation of, uh, of Yavam. So Tulsus raises the question, how do I know you can make such a drasha? Maybe it goes in the other direction. Maybe even by Klein B'tzitzis, we should learn from the smichos that even B'maka Mitzvah Tzitzis, there's still a Mitzvah of shot. This. How do I know that, uh, you know, which way, uh, which direction you're supposed to darshan it? So Tulsa suggests that uh, the, the smichus is always to be motzi miyad hasvara pshuta. Whatever you would have thought without the smichus, the smichus is coming to upend that. It's coming to tell me not that way. So by Klayim B'tzitzis, the Torah is telling me to be mimayit, the first parsha, and tell me, don't worry about Klayim when, uh, when you have tzitzis, because it can't be that the Torah is trying to asr shatnis even uh, when, when, when you have tzitzis because I don't need smukha for that. Misvara, I would know that because a los ase is more chamer than an ase. So misvara, I would assume, don't violate a isurim in order to do your mitzvahs. Whereas by the chasima of the Yavama, the Torah is teaching us that the first parsha is noeg, even b'makom the second parsha, because min asvara pshuta, we would not have been mechaiv him to be cholitz or uh, bal karcha. We, can't, uh, we, we would have thought not to force a guy to do chalitza uh, against, uh, against his will, that we're not going to ask him to do chalitza against his will. 
well. As Rashi and Tal said that we force him to do chalitza over here. In the Chuvus Maram ben Baruch, he says, aside from the, the fact that we force him not to be ma'agin her, he, he can't leave her in Aguna. She may want to get remarried. So that's why we force him to do chalitza. But there's another reason. We're kofen ala mitzvos. This mitzvah of chalitza is no worse than any other mitzvah in the Torah that you're kofa a person in order to do a mitzvah. So that's what the Akronim discussed. Let's say you have a situation where both parties say, you know, he's uh, 95 years old and she's 95 years old and, you know, the brother lived a long life. Sadly, he died without any children, but he lived a long life. Maybe they adopted children and they raised a family and they have grandchildren and great-grandchildren. Whatever, let's make it a happier situation, right? And then, uh, and then, then he died. And they say, not only are we not getting married to each other, we're not getting remarried now. We're 95 years old. We're, uh, we have no interest in getting remarried. Do you still do chalitza? Do you, chalitza is not so easy for a 90-year-old to do. You've got to bend down. It's not, uh, <coughs> it's not so poshut. So you still got to do chalitza in such a case? So the Akronim say, from that Maram ben Chabib, he says that why are we kofanos olachlos against his will? Because kofanala mitzvos. Sounds like there's a mitzvah's chalitza. The chalitza is not just a hatter, but chalitza is a mitzvah. So that itself is a major discussion in the Akronim, whether that's true, that chalitza is a mitzvah as opposed to just being a hatter. So now the Gemara discusses the idea of the smuchin by the by tzitzis. Even if in general you don't like darshaning smuchin, but Mishnah Torah darish, you would still hold that at least in Sefer Tavarim you can darshan smuchin. Because let's put a name to it. Who's the one that doesn't darshan smuchin in general? It's Rabbi Yehuda. And yet, in Mishnah Torah darish, we find that Rabbi Yehuda is going to darshan smuchin in Sefer Tavarim. How do I know that Rabbi Yehuda doesn't darshan smuchin uh, throughout? the rest of Chumash, Titania. Ben Aziomer, Nemar Machshefa Lo the Pasuk in Sefer Shemos says that a Machshefa cannot be allowed to live, and it doesn't say how to kill her, Venemar, but then it says in the next Pasuk, Kol Shochevin Behema, that someone who commits bestiality, Mos Yumas, is Mos Yumas. So Smacha, when you know, we assume that you learn from the Smichasa Psukim which Misa to give to the Mechashefa, namely the same Misa you give to someone who commits bestiality. So just like someone who commits bestiality is Chayef uh, Skila, because uh, that's uh, the halacha you find by an Isha Hanir Va'as that the Misa is Beskila, so there's no reason to be Mechalik between a woman who commits bestiality versus a man who commits bestiality, so they're both going to be Chayef Skila. So Af Mechashefa Beskila, so Mela Mechashefa is also going to be uh, going to be Chayef Skila. So Amalur Rabbi Yehuda Mipnesha Smacha in Yin Low notes he's Zelda Skila. So Rabbi Yehuda challenges that. He says, Smichus? You're gonna give someone skila based on a smichus in Sefer Shemos? Ella, he says it's not the limud is not from smichus. He says, I agree to the halacha that a mechashef is chayev skila, but it's not because of a smichus. We can't darshan a smichus and say for shmos. He says, where do we learn that the mechashef gets skila? Ovi yudoni bechlal mechashefim hayu. That oven yudoni are types of kishuf, and had they uh, even had they not been written mefurish in the Torah, they would have been chayev misa because it says mechashef alosichaya and ovi yudoni are forms of kishuf. Velama yatsu. So why does the Torah have to write them? Separately, the pasuk says in Vayikra Berachav, the ish o isha ki yevem ov o yedoni mos yumasu beevan yirgumos some demeim bam that they're chayiv skila la hakish lem. It's to make a hakish of all machshefim lomelcha ma ov yedoni beskila just like ov yedoni which are exam 
examples of kishuf are chayiv skila, saaf machshefa b'skila. So to machshefa, the chayiv is skila. That's how we know machshefa b'skila, not from the smichus. So you see, Rabbi Yehuda rejects learning from smichus. So you see, Rabbi Yehuda is the one, unlike Ben Azai, Rabbi Yehuda is the one who rejects the concept of learning from smichus in Kalatarakula. So uh, yet, the Gemara is about to say, but when it comes to Sefer Tavarim, even Rabbi Yehuda is going to be willing to learn from smichus. Tulsus raises the question, how do I know that he doesn't darshan smuchim b'kala Torah? Maybe it's Tafka over here that he doesn't darshan smuchim because the Gzeir Shava that Rabbi Yossi darshans the Sanhedrin to be mechaiv mechashefa b'sayif. So therefore, uh, because it says mechashefa lo and it says by the Shiva Amimim lo kol neshama. So, uh, so there's a limu to have, said, to have suggested sayif. And that's why he's not going to darshan smuchim to overpower a Gzeir Shava. But maybe when there's no other limud, when there's no competing limud, maybe even Rabbi Yehuda would darshan smuchim. So Tulsa says from the lashon of Rabbi Yehuda, v'chim epneisha samchu inyan lo notzizel l'skila. That makes it sound like he's incredulous because of smichos. He doesn't say how can you be mechayiv skila based on the smichos. I there's another drushin to tell me not that way. He says v'chim epneisha samchu lo. What does smichos do for you? So that's how we know that Rabbi Yehuda rejects the concept of darshaning smuchim in kala torukula. But a mishnah Torah minolan did darish. How do I know he does darshan smuchim mishnah Torah? Because the Tanan, no se adam anusa saviv, umafuta saviv, a person can marry his father's anusa, a woman that his father had raped, or a woman that his father was mefate. Mefate just means that they had a relationship without without getting married, um, uh, because uh, that they never had kiddushin. So even though the Torah says you're not allowed to be with your father's aisha saviv, your father's wife, Pasuk says ervas aisha saviv, halosa galah, but those are uh, anusa saviv, umafuta saviv, because aisha is the lashon of ishus, and there's no ishus without Kiddushin. So these women that the father was with, that are not uh, that were not the Kiddushin, they are not included in Eishas Avicha. So when a person can marry, not only Anusas Avim Mufutas Aviv, but Anusas Beno Mufutas Beno, that if they never got married to the son, even though they had a relationship with the son, Pasuk says, Ervas Kaloscha Losagala. She's only Kaloscha if there was a Kiddushin. Rabbi Yehuda Oser Anusas Avim Mufutas Aviv. Rabbi Yehuda says, no, one is not allowed to be with Anusas Aviv and Mufutas Aviv. My time at Rabbi Yudha. Where does Rabbi Yudha get this Isra from? Because the Pasuk says, So, uh, it's from the extra phrase, that any time the father had a physical relationship with this woman, even though there's no Ishus, it's still included in the Isra. How do I know that Knaf Aviv means that she was an Anusa? So the Gemara explains, from the fact that it says in the Pasuk previous, because the Pasuk says, So right after the, it talks about the Parsha of Anusa, it talks about not being Megala Knaf Aviv. So we see that the Yisra being Megala Knaf Aviv is even by an Anusa Saviv. So that's Rabbi Yudha Darshaning Smuchim. He's Darshaning the juxtaposition of the Pesukim. It talks about Anusa, then it talks about Knaf Aviv. So that's how I know that the Knaf Aviv must be Anusa Saviv. Disagree with Rabbi Yehuda and say that you are allowed to marry Anusa Saviv. Why don't they darshan that smuchim that Rabbi Yehuda darshans? So you have a samachleik the kamrit. They say, well, if there was, a, if they were actually juxtaposed one right next to the other, we would agree. But hashat uh, to but because 
because they're not one right next to the other, so it must be talking about something else. The girsa, according to some, is that there's another phrase in between, and therefore there's not a uh, there's not a smichus. So b'shomeres yavim akasim medaber. So lo yigalak nafaviv must be referring to a shomeres yavim. Yava meaning it's your aunt, it's your father's brother's wife after the father's brother dies without any children. So now she's waiting for your father to do yibum. So in that situation, when she's waiting for your father to do yibum, so there's going to be a, a lo sase that you're not allowed to be with uh, with that woman. Now wait a second. There's a lo sase that nobody's allowed to be with that woman. She's waiting for yibum. Uh, Shomeris yavam is a lo sase in the Torah that she's uh, lo, uh, what is it? Li ish zar. So there's always a lo sase. Says more. Yeah, yeah. Velaver love b'shnei lavin. If if the son of the uh, yavam is the one that uh, that sleeps with her, so it's going to be a violation of shnei lavin. It's going to be a violation of two separate lavin. my time darish. Why is it Rabbi Yehuda who rejects the notion of darshan smuchim kol kula? All of a sudden, say for dvarim, he's happy to darshan smuchim. So says there are two possible reasons. Either because it's uh, the fact that it it, it uh, doesn't say the parsha where it belongs and it puts it in a weird place, so that's an indication to us that we're supposed to darshan smuchim. Or because it's just extra, it doesn't uh, we don't need the parsha at all, and that's why it's an indication to darshan smuchim, which is interesting. None of those things seem fundamental to Mishnah Torah. Meaning, if you're going to tell me every drasha of smuchim is because it's just an extra pasuk or because it's a misplaced pasuk, those things don't seem to be about Mishnah Torah. So Torah says, yeah, in a chinami, it's just that every other time you would want to darshan smuchim in the rest of Torah, it's not out of place. So there's no makom uh, to darshan smuchim, but in Mishnah Torah, it's always out of place for some reason. So it's just a coincidence that in Mishnah Torah we have all these smuchim to darshan because it meets these criteria of being mochach or mufni. The Ramban and the Ritva say a little bit different. They, they say in Mishnah Torah, since it's written al there, you could say mochach, that, uh, that, that there's an inyan of hakdama v'ichor of the parshios. But by the rest of Torah, it's all considered like one big parsha. And you can't learn uh, from mukta mu'ucha, from the fact that one is earlier or uh, later. Uh, but but even according to the Ritva, mufna, there should be no chilik between Mishnah Torah and the rest of uh, Kala Torah Kula. If it's extra, it's extra. But apparently there are a lot of extras in Mishnah Torah. There aren't any extras anywhere else in Kala Torah Kula. So uh, that's the drasha. So you by saying Mishum to Mochach, what does it mean that Mochach? Dim Cain, if the Pasuk would not have said Lo Yigale Knaf Aviv, Lichtve Rachmana Gabe Arayos, the Torah, meaning if the Torah would not have said it, it where it is, where it really belongs, is by the Arayos in Parshas Achremos. So the fact that it's here, um, that uh, it must be that it's trying to teach me to Darshan Smuchim. Vibai say Mishum to Mufni, and what does it mean that it's Mufni, that it doesn't belong at all, that you don't even need the Pasuk? Dim Cain, because if the Pasuk would not have said Lo Yigale Knaf Aviv to uh, darshan the smuchim over here. So lichtav rachmanu liyikach ishes ishes aviv lo yigalak naf aviv lamali. You could have just said not to marry ishes aviv. Why does it have to say lo yigalak naf aviv? Shema minal afnuye. Must be to darshan this smuchim to tell me that even anusas aviv, not only ishes aviv, but even anusas aviv is included. 
<laughs> so now the Gemara explains, and how does Muchach and Mufni work out when it comes to Klayim and Tzitzis? That was also a drosh of Smichus. V'gabe Tzitzis nami. Iba yisei mishum de Muchach, v'iba yisei mishum de Mufna. You can have both uh, both svaras, both ideas work by Tzitzis as well. Iba yisei mishum de Muchach. We could darshan Smuchin from the fact that, uh, that, that, that of the placement of the parasha of Tzitzis right near Shatnis, because it doesn't belong there, de Imkain, because you know where it should have said, Gedilim Tasselicha? It should have said it at the end of Parsha Shalach, where we have the third Parsha of Kriyashma. That's the Parsha of Tzitzis. That's where it should have said. Gedilim Tasselicha. That's where it should have said that you're supposed to put on Tzitzis. Why does it uh, appear all of the sudden in Sefer Dvarim? Ah, must be to teach me the smichus that I say is dochalos say vibay say mishum demufna. Or you could uh, you could argue that the din of Shatnis is totally extra over over here. It doesn't. I don't even need Sefer Dvarim to tell me about shotness. Michti, Kosov, it already says in Parshas Kedoshim, Ubeget, Klayim, Shatnis, Lo Yala Alecha. So, Lo Silba, Shatnis, Lo Amali, why do I need Sefer Dvarim to tell me Lo Silba, Shatnis? Shema Minalaf, Oh, must be that it's coming to tell me that, that I could darshan this smuchim to tell me the Asei Dochalos Asei when it comes to Shatnis and Tzitzis. So, it says the Gemara, wait a second, Hani, these two Parshas of Shatnis, it's not extra. Mitzvah Srichi, I need both Parshas you know, it says back in Parshas Kedoshim that Begit Chaim Shatnis lo yala alecha. In Sefer Tvarim, it doesn't say lo yala alecha. It says lo tilbash Shatnis. Both of those psukim are absolutely necessary, says the Gemara. If it only would have said what it says in Parshas Kedoshim, I would have thought anyone who ever places shatness on his body is going to be in violation of shatness, even if he's mokriksus, even if he's just carrying uh, clothing around to sell. So he has some linen clothing and some woolen clothing on his back that he's carrying around to sell, but it's, he's not getting any hanoas levisha, and He's being mitzayir from the levisha. That's how the Rov Rishonim learned that he's, he's he, he, the, the Ritva, the Rashba, the Ramban, that, that the Rush that, that he's being mitzayir from the levisha. So I would think that that's the nisra of shatnis as well, and that's why Kasra Achman lo silba shatnis. That's why the Torah says lo silba shatnis. That dumi the levisha it says lo silbash. That no, the the isra is not every time you put shatnis on your body. It's only when you do it in a way that's like levisha. The ispe hanaa when you wear clothing, you get hanaa from the clothing. So you only only chayv for shatnis when you uh, get hanaa from the clothing. It's interesting. Rashi doesn't say, doesn't make the point about mitzta'ir that it's causing you tsar. Rashi says you're just not doing it for hanaa. You're doing it to sell the clothing, but you're not doing it for hanaa. It's a big nafkamina. What if you put on shatnis, but not for hanaa slavisha, uh, but it's also not causing you any great tsar? So is that uh, is that an issue of shatnis? Just got the shaila yesterday. Someone told me that a person had a uh, um, uh, a guy got a pallet of. Uh, of, of uh, high-end suits or something that I guess, I don't know, I don't know what happened to it in the supply chain and got lost somewhere. And now he has this, he's got these high-end suits to get rid of. But he said, I'm going to sell them for very cheap because they're all shotness. So, uh, but the guy doesn't want to buy it without trying it on first. So is he allowed to try on the shotness suit, make sure it fits, and then he'll get the shotness taken down for 50 bucks or whatever.
whatever. He'll, uh, he'll have the he'll have the shotness. Uh, the person told him you can get shotness removed for fifty bucks. I'm a little suspicious. I bet it's going to cost a little more. But still, he said it's a thousand dollar suit for a hundred dollars. He'll buy it for a hundred dollars. Spend fifty dollars getting the shotness. But can you try it on? Are you allowed to try it on? So Pashtun, if you know it's shotness, how can you put it on your body? So this may be totally in this issue. He's not getting any hanas levisha from it because he's not like wearing it to wear it. But he's also not. Uh, it's not causing him any tsar. So that would fall in between these. Uh, in general, when you buy suits, we, we, we post them our maker that you're allowed to try it on if you don't know if it has shotness or not. But over here, it's like there's a good chance that it has shotness. Probably a lot worse. Anyway, so uh, and if it only would have said the silver shotness, I would say only levisha where you're getting a lot of hanaa, but just putting the clothing on you where you're not getting as much hanaa as levisha as wrapping yourself in the clothing. So lo, I would think that the Torah does not answer that. That's why the Pesach says that if you get hanaa from the ha'aloa, that that's also going to be answered. So therefore, this is not an extra Pesach. I need these Pesachim. Since the Gemara, the the, uh, the entire parsha of Shatan is not extra, but there's still something in it that's extra. Because in Cain, if the parsha that is by Tzitz is only coming to tell me that halah is Aser when it's a Ke'en Levisha, when you're getting some sort of Hana'a, Lichtav Rachman Losil B'Shatnes, let the Pasuk say Losil B'Shatnes, and I would learn that only a halah that's Doma Levisha is Aser, but then Semuru Pishtim Lamli. Why does it have to add Semuru Pishtim? I know what Shatnes is already. Michti, Kasav Begadu Chayim, since in one place the Torah identifies a beggar as being every time the Torah says beggar I know it means so why does it have to say and then identify again that's the extra word in the Pasuk, and that's where we're dashing the smuchim from, from the fact that it's an extra word. So, I still need the Pasuk, I need that, those words in the Pasuk as well. I would think that doesn't give you too much Hana'a, so that's only when you have Semur Pishtim mixed together. I might think that maybe when you're only being Ma'ala, you're only putting it over you, that's where Tzemer Pishtim is the Isser. But when you're being Lovesh, maybe every two minim that are mixed together is going to be the Isser. So Kasrach wanted Tzemer Pishtim, and that's why I need the Torah to tell me, no, no, the Isser is always just Tzemer Pishtim. In Cain, says Mar, but if that were the Lim Lishtokra, Minei, Vitesi, Shatnes, Shatnes, Me'ala'a. The Pasuk didn't have to say it, I would have derived Shatnes, Shatnes from Me'ala'a, because it says by the Lisha, the Silba Shatnes, and it says, Ubeg Klaim Shatnes, Lo Yale Olecha. So just like the Shatnes by Ha'ala'a is only Tzemeru Pishtim, so too the Shatnes by Levisha is only Tzemeru Pishtim. And therefore it is in fact extra, and that's why I have a lot of Darsh in the Smuchim. Now the Gemara asks that according to the Tanadabay Rav Shemal, we can learn the Heter of Klai and Betzitzis even without Smuchim. So the Tanadabay Rav Shemal, time of the Kasrachmana, Tzemeru Pishtim. It sounds like the only reason 
that uh, that, uh, that 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 uh, we allow client betzitzis is because the pasuk says semaru pishtim, and that's extra. And because it's extra, we kedash in the smuchim halavachi. But without that yisur, without those extra words semaru pishtim, then it's uh, I would not have dashed in the smuchim. Client betzitzis haveminadalaserachmana, and I would have thought that you're not allowed to wear shatnis in your tzitzis vaksiv. But doesn't it say in parshas tzitzis vasulem tzitzis al kanfe bigdayem v'tanda beirushol and tanda beirushol darshins kol begadim. Every time it says Begit, it always means and And the Torah tells you when you wear a Begit, which means Pishtim, you should put on Tcheles. And Tcheles is always wool. So why do I need a Smichus and a Drasha? It's Beferish in the Torah. It says that you wear, you put Tzitzis on a Begit. Begit means Tzemur Pishtim. Tzitzis means, means uh, wool. How do I know Tcheles means, uh, means wool? Midesheish Kisna from the fact that uh, it says a big day sheish mashzar, that's pishtim. That's uh, so it must be that the tchelis, the other big day kuna of tchelis vargaman v'talashani v'sheish, that must be amr. That must be uh, that must be wool. If sheish is pishtim, then the uh, then the colorful uh, the, the uh, begadim must all be wool. So isrich. Now I need both drushes. I might have thought to make rava's diuk. The rava rami rava asistira ksiv knaf min knaf uksiv tzemuru pishtim hakets. And it says on the one hand that the baguette should match the same material as the strings that are put on the baguette. And yet the Torah also says Tzemeru Pishtim. So it sounds that only the strings of Tzitzit should only be from Tzemeru Pishtim, not from whatever the baguette's made out of it. If it's a cotton baguette, cotton strings, and if it's a uh, whatever, uh, rayon baguette, I don't know if that counts as a baguette, then a rayon right, that, that, that it's, uh, it sounds like whatever the baguette is. So how do we uh, reconcile those two drushos? Tzemeru Pishtim potum bein b'minon bein shlobim if you have wool or linen strings, that works no matter what the begot is made out of. But sharminim, if you have other strings, beminim potim. If you have cotton strings, that's only going to work on a cotton baguette. Shalom beminim main potim, but it's not going to work on, on any other on any other baguette. So based on the diuk of Rava, I would have said that the Torah does not allow uh, that to put a semer that's that cheles unless the begot is also min semer. But when the begot is pishtim, you should put tzitzis of Pishtim and you should not put Semer because Chaim Betzitz is Zaser. That's why the Torah says by Shatnis, Semer Pishtim, to tell me through the Smuchim that you're allowed to do Shatnis when it comes to, uh, to Tzitzis. Okay, so Bez Shem will pick up from Vahatam Debe Rabbi Shmuel, Leslie the Rava, tomorrow.